0: Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Meta, a podcast. I'm Paul. I'm Jimmy. And I'm Glenn. I mean, Tom.
1: this is your first time joining us or not we are Meta podcast meta analysis of everything video games
0: and not video games
1: but mostly video games yeah. uh joining us today uh as you could tell was not glenn but instead tom hello <laughs> from our famous episode about <laughs> <laughs> I can't even keep a straight face i don't know he's back though look yay paul and tom are roommates so mm-hmm. uh they played a game together that we're going to talk about today. Well, what game yeah. was
0: that? Uh that game was none other than Chrono Trigger. Uh yes. a classic. Definitely like in the in the upper tier of like nostalgia games that aged pretty pretty well in terms of well in some aspects it aged pretty well, but there were other aspects that just like it's it, to be expected like, you know, of the yeah.
1: be, modernization the, yeah, of like, video games, yeah.
0: Like streamlining of things, so it's like combat is something that uh is i'm glad there's a fast forward feature on uh saved us uh, many a time <laughs> yeah
2: it's probably one of my favorite games of 2017 though So <clears> only like 20 years too
0: late to the party <laughs> <laughs> i know i guess yeah so that is um kind of a cool fact about it is that this was uh tom's um, first, first time playing it yeah yeah uh, so it's like for me it was kind of like a nice sort of um,
1: it's like sixth, seventh <laughs> playthrough of it. Yeah,
0: I've played it multiple times and, like, you know, throughout my childhood and, like, you know, the, throughout the years, just so to kind of go back on it and then, like, to see someone else's first time perspective of it was something that actually, yeah. I think, just made me appreciate the game all the more as well, too.
1: That's great. I mean, That's what intrigues me the most about talking about it tonight, um, basically, is hearing what Tom has to say from his new, like, fresh perspective on this kind of like super old rpg so it's like Mm -hmm. you've played newer rpgs different final fantasies and i want to know like what you thought of it from this like fresh perspective
2: yeah just like i guess in summary it had a pretty big impact on me which i wasn't expecting like when i first started the game like i probably honestly wouldn't have like continued if paul wasn't there being like no like it's it's good man don't worry (laughs) like the combat's pretty dated like not like you don't come for the game for like necessarily the gameplay, but the story really hooked me. Yeah, um, it was probably like even like we started doing the time travel stuff, and I was like, "This is cool," but it's like pretty whatever. And then I think when we went, we went to the future, is when I was first like, "Whoa, like wait, what's what's going on?" Like, and then mm-hmm. it kind of like got me hooked from there. Nice.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, there's like it definitely does a very good job. I think of um also like with things like time traveling in, in general in games can be sort of, like, a, a sketchy area to work with. And I just think in it, general? Just in general, yeah, like, from any Not media. even in
1: games, just, like, any media. <laughs>
0: yeah, and it did it, like, it did it very well, right? And then, you know, as yeah, Tom definitely. said, too, that's kind of, like, the moment where you're, like, you have, the, like, you get to the future, and just everything is, like, a barren wasteland, and you're, like, wait, what is, like, what is going on? Like, I thought this was some fantasy, like... Like, swords and crossbows, like, what's yeah. going on here? turns like, all
1: cyberpunk on you. Yeah,
0: and then you're, like, you get like, a fucking robot on your team, and you're, like, what? like, <laughs> so that kind of stuff, like, you know, the game just has a lot of good, like, different elements, and, like, I think it ties a lot of the story, or, like, a lot of the character stories as well, very well to each other, um, and makes it just, like, uh, a very wholesome experience, I guess, where, like, it doesn't, you know, the game like you're following majority of the time. You're following the main character Chrono um, around, but yep. as you kind of like go throughout the the game, like it never really focuses on Chrono except for like you know a few select parts of the game. Um, but yeah. so like it does a really good job of like not focusing the spotlight on him, but him just kind of acting as sort of like he. I mean, he pretty much is this like voiceless entity that everyone kind of binds around and like he's sort of the the one agent that keeps like the entire gang together because everyone like likes hanging out with chrono um (laughs) and and that's like pretty cool for the most part because he has cool hair yeah well there's okay yeah there's just people who if you think about the composition of the team like it wouldn't make sense if there wasn't this like one individual there to like yeah, I think, like we,
2: you weren't even required to have him in the party right but we always just kept him in there just because we were like it feels wrong to like
0: have him not there mm-hmm. or am i totally wrong Was there's he a to be s- in the party? so majority or not majority of the game but like i would say um spoilers spoilers yeah so for a good portion of the game you do have to have him in your party um but it is after i guess good spoiler tag there um it is after in you know the later on in the game where he dies temporarily and you bring him back is like once you bring him back he's not required to be in the game Oh, okay which it's actually like for me that's all a point i wanted to talk about too was that like when you think about the game for the most part it's like chrono and his friends on an adventure like And then, like, after he dies and, like, you bring him back, like, it doesn't focus back onto that same feel. Because, like, you literally, at at, at that point in the game, it's now, like, we need to stop this, like... It's kind of like everything kind of just feels real at that
2: point. Because, yeah, it was totally kind of like this happy-go-lucky almost. Not necessarily, but it was, like, this adventure. And then he dies, and you're like, at least for me, I was like, holy shit. Like, (laughs) I actually, like... Feel really sad about this, even though he didn't have much hmm. of a personality. And like you see, everyone else, like yeah, super depressed. And then mm-hmm. like, I forget what yep. it's called, but it's like they
0: lose their like innocence or whatever like the term is. Right, yeah, innocence that, lost. Just, yeah. yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, and like God, that game just does. You know, even thinking about it now, like I'm getting like a couple of like chills and. Shivers, yeah, I got the right? I got the goosebumps. I got yeah, the shaky. Like, they're going right now because like. Because, yeah, like, you think about that where, like, <clears throat> he dies, and you're like, what the fuck? Like, no, like, this is, like, that's Chrono, dude. Like, he fucking, he doesn't take shit from no one. Like, <laughs> he just He's got cool hair. Mirror, like, he
2: fucking supernovas and shit. What
0: <laughs> yeah, the hell? like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> and you're like, it just, so, yeah, to, like, go from this dude who, like, the entire time, you're like, I fucking have traveled, like, across all, like, all of the time, to- like, lines or whatever from, like, 65 million prehistoric to like the future and then all of a sudden it's like he's just dead and you're like what the fuck and then like literally everyone on the team is like super bummed out and like (laughs) yeah you go off of like some fucking crazy old dude's thing in the future who's like yeah dude this one thing like the chrono trigger or whatever which is like this this egg and like an egg it, it has like the opportunity to like to create something amazing um, but, like, you know, it needs the proper care, else, like, you know, it'll die, and so it was just, like, this cool thing that, like, literally all these people across all aspects of time were able to get together, and, like, and have this, no- enough care for this one guy to, like, bring him back to life, pretty much, and I was, like, holy yeah. shit, dude. That could be, like, totally misremembering, but wasn't it also, like, they didn't even, because he you, you dies when
2: you, like, are fighting Lavos, who's, like, ends up being, like, the final boss. Mm-hmm. You don't even get a chance to, like, fight, right? It just, like, instantly, like, kills you. Or does it, Does it? Mm-hmm. is there a fight
0: that you have to lose? Or it is, like... It's kind of like a losing fight. Yeah, it's uh, like a triggered
1: cutscene yeah. fight,
0: basically. So, eventually, you lose the fight, and it happens, okay? mm-hmm. Right, because that's on, like... Um, God, now, now I feel like we're just jumping all over the stories now. Because <laughs> yeah. there's just so <laughs> many stories that go on yeah. in that game. And it's kind of cool, because it's... While there is, like, an overarching story of, like, we must defeat Lavos, like, it's kind of... I guess what's sort of cool about the storytelling method of the game is that, like, I guess in the context uh, in a lot of other games, like, there's usually some type of deadline against you or, like, time you're working against where you're like, we have to stop this evil before, like, it gets to this point and it's unmanageable. Whereas literally in Chrono Trigger, it's like, no, dude, you have all the time in the world. Like, <laughs> you can take as long as you want to, like, yeah. actually getting around to, like, beating this guy both as a player, but also, like, in the context of the game, because you literally have a time machine, so like...
1: Well, yeah, and the hub world is basically like a timeless zone, Mm -hmm. just like outside of time. Yeah. So that completely changes it.
2: They definitely, at least for me, like captured this feel really well of like this inevitable like doom, kind of like the feeling I got playing Majora's Mask where you're always seeing like the moon, I guess, like I could also be misremembering completely. But as you progress through the story, from what I remember, like Lavo's, the threat of Lavo's is always there. Yeah. Like, eventually, like that accurate. ship starts showing up in other timelines. And, oh yeah, like, the Black Omen. It's kind of like this inescapable doom. Like, sure you can keep running back in time from it or something, but like
1: yeah. it's gonna. No, that eventually. that is accurate. They they very well keep Lavo's like on the forefront of your mind in any timeline. It's just like. You go back they, in time, prehistoric time, you're like, oh, hanging out with dinosaurs and cool cavemen, but then yeah. it's like, fucking Lavos egg, and you're like, what, oh, no, <laughs> it's still th-
2: here. Don't you, like, discover that he's, like, the reason that the, like, when he first showed up, is because he came out of space, right, as right. like a meteor, and he yeah. killed all the repti- reptites, basically, mm-hmm. or whatever, yeah. dinosaurs, whatever. Uh, I,
1: yeah, forgot that just, yeah, I forgot they were reptites, that's cute, I forgot.
2: I like how there's one... I think you were telling me there's, like, one ending where, like, it's literally the same ending, but everyone's just reptites. And you're like, yeah, what? if you beat Oh, I've game, seen that
0: one. <laughs> if you beat the game before uh, Lavos destroys the reptites, uh, then, like, like... I guess they just live. They're the best yeah, race, future, yeah. you know? <laughs> Yeah, it's just literally the
1: same Peak ending. Peak of evolution. reptite.
0: <laughs> oh, That's God. funny. No, uh, that, Yeah. Also,
1: I, I like that... You, you kind of touched on it, Paul, a little bit. Like, you... The, the overarching story exists in whatever timeline you end up in, like doing whatever, but, Mm. and then like Chrono dies and that affects every timeline for everyone to kind of come back and try and like save him and also save the world by default basically. Right. And it's like, that's the feeling that stuck with me the most playing Chrono Trigger was you, as a player, touch so many lives in different time periods, you see the ripple effect happen Like real time, you're like, I saved this person in this time period, and now this person in the future, 500 years, 600 years, whatever, like billions of years later, has something different about them, that's what stuck with me the most, is Mm -hmm. Chrono Trigger, or like Chrono's ability to, and like his party's ability to save lives and change lives Mm -hmm. for the better, I don't know. Yeah,
2: No, totally. Like, wasn't there... I think, like, when you first go to this one spot, I forgot what time period, there's, like, this monster, like, shopkeeper, right? Right. And he's, like, basically, like, fuck humans, like, they suck, and then, like, get the hell out of here, and he, like, tries to, like, super overcharge you for everything he sells because you're a human. Right. And, like, don't you do something in the past that basically, like... The reason he hated humans was because like this shit happened like long time ago to his ancestors and then you stopped that
0: from happening and now he's like, Hey, welcome, like my favorite customer. My I'll give
2: you a nice discount and yeah. you're like, oh okay, cool.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. um uh with like that's the which I think is probably one of the cool cool effects of seeing like um between like six hundred AD and a thousand because a thousand AD is like Chrono's time, that's considered like the present. Right. Um, and then 600 AD, you have like the war of Magus and everything, and it's the mystics versus humans, which are like, the mystics are like monsters and whatnot. And like, there's Ozzy, who is the, uh, <laughs> <This> like, <guy> <laughs> <sucked>. <laughs> the, like the, the lieutenant or whatever of, uh, of Magus. And after Magus, like, you know, you beat Magus in, um, 600 AD and you get like teleported to 23 or 12,000 BC, um like ozzy takes over and he like totally fosters like the mystic hate for like humans um and then you know inevitably if you go back in time and like his ancestor like rules like is mayor of medina village which is the monster village where the dude overcharges you and shit um and his like ancestors is a total like asshole to humans but then if like you totally whoop ozzy shit in like 600 ad later on um at that point if you go back to medina village like there was not this guy here who fostered all this hate for like humans and like monsters like pretty much just chilled out over like 600 or 400 (laughs) years and we're like no dude humans are pretty cool man like no problem here yeah they're like they're just like you know they're pretty sweet and everything (laughs) and so it's just like cool because you get yeah you get to see like that effect or like one of the other cool things for me was um you know, well, in general, like you know, we talk about this this overarching story for Chrono Trigger that exists. Um, but for me, it's like every time you go somewhere, there's like kind of like a, a mini, or like a sub quest that's happening. But then, also as well, which is kind of like, um, I don't know, Chrono Trigger did side quests really well too. Like later on there's this point after, you know, once Chrono dies and you get him back, like, you can literally just go and beat Lavos at that point. Like, the Black Omen shows up, everyone's literally just like, look, you can just fucking go kill him now, like, and everything. Um, but one of the things for me was, like, there was a lot of side quests that existed where, like, uh, if you're at the end of time and you're talking to Gasper there, who's kind of, like, I guess, like, the the aid of the game um, who will tell you, like, where to go, he'll give you all these, like, kind of cryptic, like, messages of, like, oh, yeah, yeah, like, you know, you have to before you go, like, there's these things, like these loose ends you should wrap up for the rest of your team. Um, but one of them was the, uh, like, this this forest or whatever in 600 AD. Like, there was this lady in who needed your help, and so you were able to go, and there was, like, some, like, it was this girl, Fiona, who wanted to, like, plant a forest, and she was, like, really sad because she wanted to see this forest grow, but she knew she wouldn't be, like, alive long enough to, you know, see it happen. Right, right, um, yeah. And so, like, you go there, you end up having to kill this, like, sand monster that's, like, fucking up the the terrain and whatnot. Um, but then, like, Robo, your your robot buddy, is totally like, hey, man, um, I'll just, like, I'll just, just hang like, out hang here. here. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll make sure, like, this forest grows, dude. Because, like, and so you just, like, he starts, like, just fucking milling the fields and shit like that. And you see his, like, yep. character, like, out in He's the fields. He's like, field. farm it's,
1: mode activate.
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah and then you just like jump to 1000 AD and then all of a sudden there's this huge fucking forest that wasn't yeah. there like for the entirety of the game and now it is there and I just yep. remember like you go into there's like a shrine dedicated to like you know Fiona and Robo and whatnot and he's like he's all dusty and shit like that and you like reactivate him and turn yeah. him on
1: he's like <laughs> overgrown and shit and he's like <laughs> hey that, so it's been a while like,
2: leave him for
0: 400 years and then like yeah. you actually have to go and revive him it's not like he's just like back with you oh my god yeah (laughs) Yeah. But it's just it's just so cool because like you go there and it's like this weird because the game doesn't the game like you have time travel in the game but it never really comments on this fact where like robo is like like you reactivate him and he's like Yeah, I know for you, it was like... He's like, for you, it was just a quick jump and everything like that. Like, it was only a few minutes. He's like, but for me, like, this has been a long 400 years. And I'm just like... That's insane. Yeah, Yeah, like, just like that perspective of thinking of it being like, wow, like, yeah, that is a thing. We're like, was that a side quest? Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's like like holy... We we like everything. not anything you ever have to do.
2: What the fuck? Yeah, we did everything, obviously. Yeah. And I, so I, to me, it was all just part of the game, but yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Like that's crazy. But that's not even like required. Yeah. Like, so much time and effort into it.
1: Mm-hmm. I oh, think- it just puts such a good mental image in my mind of like you going up to Robo and he's kind of like vines growing over him and like yeah. dusty and like mm-hmm. you like dust him off and like boot him up and he's just like, "Hey, Chrono!" Like that is just so good. And that that game is. Oh. Mm-hmm good
0: it's a good it's It's crazy yeah like there's that there's um i guess i guess i'll touch on like the side quests that like for me like even now still yeah your most impactful
1: side quests for you. god
0: like so these are all like the end of the game side quests like after you get chrono back on your team but like there is one where you have to go and like throughout the game uh in 1000 ad like luca's mom or whatever uh she has like this whole entire thing of um like not uh she doesn't like machines and like you. She's like crippled as well. Oh um, right, right, right. But yeah. then you like go back in time as Luca, like through a, a time gate, and you like go to the night where she, uh, like, where like injured she, herself. Yeah, where like she does yeah. get crippled because she gets stuck in like one of her. Um, inventions husband's machines and everything yeah you have to like input the code in time to like deactivate it which is like her name so it's like l-a-r-a or whatever and so
1: holy shit i just remember
0: as a kid like because you can fuck it up right and like it just doesn't work yeah and i remember as a kid being like like the scream it's just like a fucking when i heard the scream now i'm like oh it's just like a normal like bat sound effect yeah it's kind of like like, mew it's like (laughs) yeah but, like, as a kid, like, I remember it being this, like, blood-curdling scream, like, and I was yeah. just like, oh, my God. And it was so ridiculous because you, like, it's the entire premise of, like, why Luca becomes, like, so invested in, like, inventions and machines so that, like, no one, like, ever has to get hurt like that again. Or, like, if you end up succeeding in saving her mom, um, then it turns out, like, she she's so inspired that, like she becomes a scientist regardless but it's just cool because you go to like back to the present and like you know luca's mom is now like no longer crippled and everything and just like ah that was great and it was like stressful i mean on if
2: you just look at it in a vacuum you're like there wasn't really much going on there you just like walk to a room and like
1: right but in the moment
2: it's it's so stressful and the music (laughs) like makes you feel so on edge and you're like if i fuck this up like she's fucked you're like like, i already know
1: the future
2: Right. Yeah. We, we even messed it up as it was Paul playing, and he's played it so many times, but mm-hmm. we still messed it up like two
0: or three times. I know. It's like <laughs> fuck. Like reset it. <laughs> yeah. just yeah. like cool. Hit the yeah. button. Fuck. I know. Well, because we also had a GameCube controller with it, so I'm like, what the? These buttons don't oh, yeah. map the same <laughs> oh, way. Oh God, that's <laughs> funny. It was
2: like why was like L and stuff like that. Oh yeah,
0: some like, shit. Uh. It was just like, we're like uh <laughs> That's <laughs> but, funny. Yeah. Um. That was like God. There was that side so quest. Good. There was like so many things like that. Was the thing with the girl yeah.
2: robot a side quest?
0: Um, uh, yes, it was. That was pretty cool. That was, which also was something I, I thought was really cool about this game, was that, um, you, even though the future is, like, totally fucked, and, like, you <laughs> look to save the future, um, you still do things in the future to, like, alleviate the, the like, flight yeah. of, like, that, uh, like apocalyptic yeah time. you just like
1: add human, like as little humanity as you can back you're like well mm-hmm. i can try my best
0: right and so like one of them was like you go there and there's like this facility that's like where robo was created and everything and it's like our it's like the main ai computer for like all the robots and it's like pretty much programmed like everything like came to this the whole entire realization of like human life is like it's a human... It, they turned it into, like, a human processing plant where they were, like, harvesting humans for, like, energy. Right. And you have to, like, turn it off or whatever. But then there's, like, the one uh, girl Robo there. And she, like, you have to do a one-on-one fight between, like, her and Robo. And, like, it was just such a cool thing because she's, like, obviously been programmed to be like, yep, fuck you, like, you stand against us. And then it's just... Oh, my God. So many yeah. things about that game Well, is it totally is to like... counter
1: to, like, her even fighting Robo in the first place is because Robo stands for everything that's right mm-hmm. at that point, and well, then she like... has to, like, finally figure out, like, oh, I'm fucking wrong. My yeah. programming is wrong. She
0: doesn't even figure it out. She just dies. Well, right? she, like, at the end, it's like she short circuits or whatever, and is like, oh, like, I've reverted programming or yeah. whatever, and you're like, I don't think that works that way, but okay, we'll do it for the story. <laughs> yeah, um, she shorted out. Yeah, but... Just a few what, fuses. Yeah, there's, what...
2: There was, like, bolts. some other part, too, where, like, Robo's getting the shit beat out of him by some other robots. Oh, that yeah. Was like really
0: sad. Yeah, that was the first... Uh, he was, like, don't even, like, help me, like, or something. You, yeah, uh, so that was the uh, the first time you get Robo when you first go to the future, and you go, like, you have to um, turn on the... The power plant is, like, turned off or, like, deactivated, and so you have to go and, like, power back up to, like, open up this door where, like, the gate is uh, to be able to get out of the future. Um, right. And it's just that thing where, like, you go there and all the, like, other, like, robo models show up. And he's, like, he's, like, oh, no, no, this is fine. Like, the, these are, like, my, they're, like, the same model as me and everything. Like, they're pretty much my brothers, you know? And then, like, oh, yeah. and then they're all, like, you're defective and, like, you, you've been programmed by humans and, like, that's wrong and whatever. And they just beat the shit out of him and he's still like no like don't as you try to like intervene he's like no like don't help me and everything like you know don't hurt them and whatnot so sad yeah they beat the shit out of him and like totally trash him and just throw him into a garbage chute and then uh there's this moment where like all six of them they do like the fucking like yo we're fucking badasses pose And (laughs) and then they're like all right now time to exterminate humans and then you just go straight into the boss fight and i remember being like whole feeling so vindictive in that boss fight you too yeah i just know like,
1: fuck these fucking robots yeah
0: fuck them. like oh god and plays the boss music which i think you know that's something we kind of been we've referenced so far skirting around yeah that we haven't talked about which is sound like,
1: design and soundtrack the yeah. soundtrack
0: of this game is like amazing like, probably one of the things it's most well known for right mm-hmm. yeah i would say that um is i mean like i guess tom like you had you said you had some pretty like profound moments with, like, the soundtrack as well, too, like, feeling, like, really inspired by it and everything, like, more so than you expected, at least.
2: Yeah, um, not really know how to describe it, but it was just, it evoked a lot of emotion in me, and I felt like a lot of the songs were just very, like, perfect for where they were, like, like, I think one of the most famous songs is called Corridors of Time, and it's, like, oh, yeah, when you go to this, like, utopia place, and it's, I don't know, just listening to that song, like, in a vacuum, I'm, like, yeah, like, I can see, like, this flourishing like civilization and stuff and it's like crazy Mm -hmm. or like frogs theme is another one of my favorites where i just like imagine like someone like holding up a sword and being like yeah let's fucking go on an adventure (laughs) it feels very like legend of zelda-esque to me and Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know like i i haven't played a ton of like pixel old school like rpgs so i don't have any definitive knowledge on the soundtracks but i've never felt this way about any other like game soundtrack that (laughs) It's just, like, 8-bit music or whatever it's yeah, called. Yeah, 16-bit. Yeah. 16 16 it's bit really 100. evocative, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like he they're working with such
0: little, and they evoke so much, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's pretty amazing to me. It's, like, one of the things that always stick, sticks out to me is when you go into... Um, I think when you first go back to the past, and you have to, like, rescue the queen, and you go into the cathedral, and it's playing, like... The, the actual, like, song for it, for the cathedral, is so... It's just, like, a, a simple, like, 10-second loop or whatever of music but it's it, scholar's theme is that no 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 it's okay. the one it's like a. it's very choir-esque or whatever and it's oh, where really? um i can't even um i'll i'll figure it out figure yeah it out, yeah but it's like it'll be it's just like it'll be playing simple, right it, now but it just like <laughs> you go in there and it totally invokes the sense of it being like this kind of like sacred place or whatever even though like and then it's kind of, so it feels all sacred and everything, and then you talk to, like, the nuns there, and they're all, like, oh, saying the, place. yeah, they're all saying the, like, fucked up shit being like, oh, yeah, like, I love eating people, and you're yeah. like, what? And <laughs> you're like, wait, <laughs> what? And it's just, like, it's such a good contrast to being, like, this is supposed to be a really holy place, because yeah, it's a you've... cathedral, and this music, like, accom- mm-hmm. like accompanies holy. that, but, like, something's very wrong here. The contrast cool. was great. Yeah. It's, like, holy music with, like, Creepy,
2: like, demon people talking mm. to you, and you're like, What the fuck's wrong with you guys? Like, what? Bait
1: and switch. <laughs> and
0: then they were monsters in the end, yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. God. It's like, and there's so many times where, like, the music has, and I think, you know, in terms of as Tom, what Tom was saying, is, like, one of the things of it being, like, it conveys, like, exactly what's going on in the moment, but I think also sort of the spectrum that the music covers. Like, it isn't always just, like, constantly right, right. pump up music or, like, you know, really, uh, I don't know, it it covers everything from, like, when, like, you know when shit is, like, really sad in the game, and you know, like, when it's time to, like, be... Well, it's, like,
1: as a player, you already are aware of what's going on, but then the music has that extra layer where you're, like, oh, this is sad as fuck now.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It's
1: really good at doing that.
0: It's that, like, there is... One of the things that always sticks out to me is, like, in uh so pretty much the premise of the game of like why you're even trying to defeat lavos um is that you are like the only individuals in all of existence who know of like lavos uh, like when lavos is going to destroy the world which is like when you go to the future and you're like at um this one facility you find out like you find this like command center thing and you end up like replaying like the day of lavos or whatever which is like takes place in 1999 or what some shit and, like, you see, like, Lavos, like, erupt from the earth and just destroy everything. And it's, like, totally, like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. that's not at all what I, you know, no one saw it coming kind of thing. And then, like, you are the only people who know of it. And so, like, you kind of take it upon yourself of being, like, we need to do something about this. Because, like, we're the only ones who can save the future now. Yeah. And like, no
1: one is happy in this timeline. Like, mm-hmm. this has to be fixed.
0: But it was,
2: like, super interesting, too, because I'm, like, I mean in i guess in essence like all this shit they found out like was literally never gonna affect them like they could have just lived their lives and just died and like mm. it never would have happened
1: right because it was hundreds and hundreds of years past that point yeah,
2: yeah but they're like no we gotta like for the good of like i guess everybody they're like we gotta like fix this but which is was just interesting because like mm. if i was in that situation i might have just been like well it's not my problem that's <laughs> kind of what you see a lot and i guess nowadays too you're like well I mean, the environment's probably going to shit, but I'll be dead
0: before it matters kind of thing.
1: It's called bystander apathy.
0: That's what it's (laughs) called,
2: right? Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: And so it's just something where like you have, um, but I remember like that moment happening and then it cues like the music of, uh, it's like chronos theme and you just like feel so inspired in that moment. You're like, you're like, yeah, dude, like I'm about to like stand up to this challenge and everything and like take on this, like shoulder, this burden of like saving the world. Nice. Um, And you just, like, you leave and you just feel so cool. And it's, like, I don't know, It's maybe it was just the the way the game was designed or, like, you know, the capabilities of it. But even if you get into battles in that same area with that music playing, like, the combat music doesn't override it or anything. Like, it's still playing the music through combat. And you're, like, you're just, like, hell yeah, dude. Like, nothing can stop me right now. This is my
1: theme now. (laughs) Yeah,
0: like, it's so cool.
1: Yeah, was good. Do you think movie. Do you think BC stands for b- before Chrono?
0: <laughs> before <laughs> Chrono,
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, it totally doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. No,
2: after death of Chrono. AD, <laughs> after death.
1: After that doesn't make any death. sense though. He doesn't die. No, it doesn't at zero. At <laughs> at That's right. It's just a thought experiment. And we thought. And we yeah.
0: Learned. <laughs> God, it's like okay. So one of the things, one of the highlights of this game as well for me that sticks out, like I guess as an overall like sort of arch, is um, definitely the like with Corridors of Time, the entire Kingdom of Zeal, um, which is which kind of you like, talked
1: about in a previous episode of something possibly. I think, think it environmental, environmental storytelling, storytelling yeah, but because yeah. that's
0: like one of the few places like you go there, and it's just like such stark contrast of like the ground dwellers live on this like freezing earth it's like in like in an ice age pretty much and then like you can go through these like sky gates to like these floating utopian islands like powered by magic and it's just like the very hubris of like humanity and as like in essence like is on these islands of them being like we are the pinnacle of like evolution and civilization and everything and you're just like yeah this is like when is this like
2: 1200 bc Twelve thousand bc so this is like Whatever, like fifteen thousand
0: years before your time and they have shit that you've never even like thought right, of. Right, yeah. You're like And you're like, What, you're the, like, what the fuck happened here? <laughs> I know, right? And that's like one of the cool things as well, like, you know, as a player kinda having that like that knowledge of being like, I know this doesn't last, like so what the fuck happens, you know? Yeah.
1: I I also noticed, because you were just mentioning, like, zeal and being up in the clouds, and then there's still, like, populations of people and animals in the Ice Age area. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a clever thing they do just in the entire game, is any time period usually has, like, two groups of just, like, entities that are either at war or, like... It's never, like, a peaceful conjunction of two different, like, factions. Yeah, totally. But it seems to be, like... Yeah, it's, like, there's the reptites and the cave people in the very old, and then, like, there's the zeal and the different Ice Age right. people, we but it's robots always, like... And humans. It's, uh, yeah. Mystics and robots. And exactly, yeah. And, and that's, like, like, a recurring thing that they bring back. It, it does a lot of good to the story. Which is kind of...
0: There's yeah. conflict in all times which is kind escape of it. It. it's kind of funny too because like 1000 AD is like the only time period that doesn't have that right exactly like, that's the time that you come from and it's like I don't know kind of this cool thing of like you are are wasn't, like hmm. wasn't it like the monster sort of conflict in that time kind of but it wasn't like, like it wasn't at war or... like, yeah it's like peaceful it they're just like
2: yeah. super salty I guess yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the past. rightfully so probably. they're brooding yeah. as fuck <laughs> yeah <laughs> But yeah, I mean, like, you know, there wasn't any ongoing wars or anything in your time period. And so it was just, like, kind of cool because you're, like, you were, like, living in this peaceful era. And it's, like, so there was even more of this degree of, like, ignorance is bliss. And then to, like, go to all these different times. And, like,
2: not deal with all this hard-to-deal-with stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's sending a message that, like, the only way
2: you can have the right mindset to want to help everybody is if you don't come from, like, this hard, like,
1: conflict or something. I I, I like that a lot. Like... The only reason Chrono is capable of bringing all these people together is because he comes from this time where like he was not required to do anything but he stepped above this threshold of needing to do anything. He's just like I I have this drive to help. It's just the right thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's an insane thing to think about is like Chrono just overcoming everything that exists in every other timeline to save the entire world mm-hmm. yep. yeah
2: i think that's what one of the things that makes him like a very compelling hero yeah figure mm. he's
1: like above everything <laughs> he's godlike right in a
2: way yeah i mean because like not to like undermine i guess like other characters and other works of
1: fiction, right yeah but
2: like i don't know like this is I don't play these games, but this is probably a shitty example. But like Altaïr or something in like Assassin's Creed was just like a dude that like was raised as an assassin. So like I don't know. In a way, he like didn't have much. Of I got gotcha, you. Yeah. Right. But like so
1: his 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 storyline doesn't really match like his like rank it's still at the
2: end. Impressive, I guess. Like that he did whatever the fuck he did. Mm. But like in a way, maybe it's more
0: impressive that like if someone chooses like the hard road right instead of being born into it because it's like yeah because it's like altair in that example like uh, you would expect him to resolve things in an assassin manner because that is all he's ever grown up and known is like being an assassin
1: right whereas the ways of the assassin
0: yeah whereas like chrono like did not have that at all like chrono grew up in this time of being like surrounded by peace and you know loving people and everything of the sort yet he's still like chose to, and, like, maybe, I don't know, because this is, like, we're just uh, speculating at this point, yeah, it's no, like, it's maybe sad. maybe it's his, like, desire of, like, or because he understands, like, that type of peace and everything, and, like, how amazing it is that, like, he wishes to bring that to, like, other times as well that, like, don't know it. Kind um, right. of reminds me like, like, Frodo, I guess, in a way, like, he was also, like, he could have just, oh, like,
1: yeah. jumped in the
2: shire, but he, like,
1: thrown into reason, it and
2: stepped up. He was thrown into it, and he stepped up, and, like, yeah. volunteered to. Bearless, I like that a like, lot. Yeah, burden kind of thing. But yeah, just cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: That's a good comparison. I really like that. I just it, yeah, it, it also it it kind of leads me to the the trial that we were talking about before recording. Like, mm-hmm. there are shitty people in Chrono's time, like a thousand, that are like yeah. trying to undermine everything that. Like the peace that existed, and they're, they're trying still to just salty be... mystics. Yeah, they're salty mystics, and they're shitbag people <laughs> the just trying to. Is
2: such a fucking asshole, and he's an asshole in like every time period. Exactly. Right? Like, all his ancestors are also. Well, because he, well,
0: he keeps getting kidnapped, and then like monsters keep impersonating him. Right, right. <laughs> so, oh, so that's what it was. Yeah. It's just monsters. Yeah, being but an it's like it's just funny because he like he keeps getting kidnapped. Yeah, he's the constant <laughs>
1: like... kidnapping mm-hmm. victim. Um, yeah, but no,
0: like yeah, the so yeah the trial actually that's um. I think that's, uh you know, Tom had made a comment about this too, but this is definitely for me as well. It's kind of like one of the first, I think, branching moments in, in Chrono Trigger um, that like really starts to separate it from like a lot of, I guess, like uh, RPGs at the time, um, and even I think just like sort of the game development at the time as well too, right. where, um, you know, a lot of RPGs in that time period were sort of like you could like you could interact with npcs you could say yes or no to certain things but regardless like you know you were following a story and you pretty much did not deviate from that story like certain events like were happening uh, regardless and i guess like that is true in chrono trigger as well but the thing with like it was one of the first games and it's you know now i think about it it's such a good setup for like the entirety of the game as well where like this moment of like you realize like because it's not you aren't informed that your actions have impact like yeah. later on um and that's exactly what this trial is it's like depending on how you acted like in the first sec like part of the game right like will impact how your trial goes and like that's such a i think a good thing for the entire game because like yeah. that's what happens is, like your actions in one time period like impact like others or like further on but um for me, like, I remember just playing it and being like, oh, shit, dude, like, I didn't know eating that dude's lunch was (laughs) gonna have a guy, like, saying I'm a guilty person, like, because... (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Plus, it's incredibly hard to get the not guilty verdict at that because of so many events stacking on each other to fucking... Lead you to get fucked over at the end.
2: Yeah, and it's cool, but it's cool that it's like possible too. Like, I wouldn't have been surprised if there, if it wasn't possible. Like, if there's all these like things you could right. do, but they didn't ultimately matter in the end. But like, no, they like had this whole other branching
0: path where like you weren't found guilty and all this mm. stuff happens, which is cool. Yeah, yeah. Even though like you still end up in jail and everything of the sort, but um, it it's was like, like in a
1: different manner, and mm-hmm. it does have like an alternate storyline to it
0: essentially. Yeah.
2: Does it end up affecting anything ultimately, like, um,
0: in the endings? Or anything? Not in the endings. The only thing I think it actually impacts is, like, depending on how many not-guilties you got. Like, I think you got, like, more items and, like, kind of, like, care packages in a way because, like, people were like, this dude's not guilty. He shouldn't be in jail. Here, give him this shit, you know? And so, yeah. Yeah. Um, so there was, like, that kind of thing. That was really cool of it. But even, like, I think the way you could approach certain things where it's, like, in, in the jail itself as well, too, like when you're breaking out of prison... Like there was many ways in which you could break out of prison. Like there wasn't just like one way that like yeah. you had to do it this way. It's like you could choose to wait all three days, where like Luca eventually will come and like break in and like rescue you, or like you can try to break out early and find items and like whatnot and like be really stealthy or like. Or just fight the guards head on. Mm-hmm. They like whooped our ass for a bit until we like got something. Like, yeah, some until item. we got like yeah, until we got like an upgraded sword <laughs> or some shit.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I I like that it's also a sort of precursor to how the rest of the game works. In that you're given a like an event that's happening, and then you have a bunch of different things that you can do to complete the event, which leads to the alternate endings. Is like mm-hmm. every timeline is like a different trial. So it's like the verdict in each timeline leads to you being guilty of like succeeding this. Like, in in every timeline, it's, like, you're either guilty of, like, not doing everything, or you win, and you succeeded in helping everyone in that timeline, um, which is a very good, like, way of teaching you immediately in the game that, like, everything you do has some impact on, like, a larger part of the game.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. which is, like, at, I mean, I don't know all the, all the history, but I feel like at the time this game came out, that's, like... Very, I, very
1: I'm pretty rare. sure it was revolutionary.
2: Yeah, like, who the hell has this ever heard of, like, at the time, like, a an RPG, a JRPG that's, like, not just fairly linear, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe there's some game I've never heard of, so sorry <laughs> if I'm wrong, everybody, <laughs> but to me, in my knowledge, it's, like, yeah, completely revolutionary, mm-hmm. and it's not at all what I expected going into it, either. I mm-hmm. was like, this is just going to be pretty on rails, and, like, that's what I'm, you know, that's what I'm signing up for, that's fine, and then it wasn't at all, and I was like, damn. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. That's cool. It's I'm like, glad you really enjoyed it. It yeah. It, it yeah. makes me, yeah, like, it just makes me really happy that you're, like, 2017, I'm going to play Chrono Trigger, and then you're like, this game is old, but damn, this it's good. good. And
2: it's, like, the game itself didn't even matter. It's just, like, the story. Because, like, I didn't, honestly, I didn't really play the actual game. I watched Paul play, like, 80 percent of it because at yep. a certain point he was just faster at it and we were kind of <laughs> over the combat uh, which is a bit dated <laughs> yeah well, was paul's pretty good time. at the
1: combat too so he is he it just blows blow
2: shit up at fast forward <laughs> but no i mean just as like a almost almost like watching a movie it was just like a great experience and there's a lot of cinematic moments that they was really definitely to, to capture and like just music and like pixel
0: art you know yeah like, yeah just sprites alone and stuff like the whole entire like like one of the fucking greatest moments too for me like that just sticks out always that like i just get like so shit like tingled and like shivers and everything is like the moment where like when you meet frog right like he's total in denial of himself and he's like no dude like even like when you save the queen originally, like when you first meet him, he's like, nope, like the queen was kidnapped under my watch, like I failed her and everything. And so, like, yeah, he, went he into, beats like, himself up about that. Yeah, shit. like he goes into exile and stuff, and you have to, like, self imposed, right? Mm-hmm. Complete exile. Yeah. yeah, like even the fact that he's a frog and shit, like, you know, people, like, even though that he's a frog, people still, like, accept him, like, as an individual, which is crazy that he's still, like, he'll still, like, exile himself. Um, and then you have to go and you have to, like, rebuild, like, his confidence, and, like, when you go back later on, and you have to, like, find the hero's medallion, and you have to reforge the Massamoon, like, in 1000 AD, and it's just, like, really cool, because, like, you give him the Massamoon, and then, like, the hero's medallion, and, uh, like, he has this moment of being, like, okay, like, I will, I will take up the mantle now, like, to defeat magus because the massive moon was the only thing that could like hurt him and yeah. then uh magic well it's like okay so that's like another thing in itself that I'll, I'll talk about like that's just sort of like the genius of this game um well
1: isn't somebody in the sword isn't it like a soul of somebody, like somebody yeah it's spe-
0: like a two spe- spe- yeah spe- <laughs> um but anyways like the moment at least is when you go to like magus's lair and like there's a mountain like blocking it and it's like he just like wields the massive oh, moon fuck and like yeah. it's, it's like this spire of lightning that like goes like through the clouds and he like cuts a mountain in half <laughs> and it's playing his theme the entire time and you're like, <laughs> God, and you're just like, That's you it. Just, oh my God, you feel so like empowered in that moment. You're like, nothing can stop me.
2: It, it kind of gives you, like, this feeling of, like, holy shit, like, all that, like, weird... Not weird, but, like, it was kind of, like, tedious, like, side quest shit to make the mass moon Like, that was pays working. off this like, this infinitely. It's yeah. not just, like, a 500 attack sword instead of a 450 attack sword. It's, right, yeah. Like, this thing yeah. can cleave mountains in two. Yeah. It's pretty cool.
0: And I thought it was in cool... Twain. In Twain. In Twain. Mark <laughs> Twain. <laughs> I thought it was cool, too, that, like, later on, the mass moon like, it's, frog's best weapon is still the Massamoon. like it just powers up after like you put the soul of like its previous owner to rest and everything Yep. and so i thought that was pretty sweet that like they kept that but one of the things is like so i think as well like you know back to story in this game is that the story of it is so like it's so separated from each other like via timeline but it's so interwoven and it has a lot of small details in it that are i don't know that really just when you notice it you're like wow like that's pretty cool when you think about it which is like for me like the whole entire thing was like the Massa moon was the only thing that could like harm magus right like and pierce his magical barrier and so that's why you needed the Massa moon and you're like okay cool fucking sweet magic sword right but then there's like these two spirits that in like Massa and moon that both like inhabit the sword and you're like okay cool So like it's a magical living sword i guess um you get in everything you fight magus shortly afterwards, you get teleported to 12,000 B.C., like, the era of magic and everything, and, like, through that entire progression, like, you know, a lot of stuff happens, and you kind of forget, like, the, you know, that the massive moon was, like, its own quest in its own, but um, the dude who crafted the massive moon that, like, helped to reforge it in 1,000 A.D., like, Melchior, like, he's also in 12,000 B.C., so you're like, wait a minute, why is, why is Melchior here, too, as well? Like... He, he's in 1,080, not 12,000 BC, and then, um, you know, as you're trying to, like, stop, because you find out that, like, the people of Zeal get their magic from harvesting, like, Lavos, and you're like, whoa, wait a minute, Lavos, like, here's this guy again, then we need to stop, and Melchior and, like, a couple other of the gurus or whatever, there's, like, the guru of time, the guru of magic, and then the guru of something else, I can't remember. Right. Um, but you know, Melchior's like, hey, look, you like, we gotta stop this machine that's harvesting Lavos that's giving Zeal all its magic power because, like, it's corrupted the queen and it's gonna be disastrous if it's not handled. And so he's like, here, take this, like, redstone knife Um, to, like, it's the only thing that can pierce the machine. And in, um when you reforged the Massamoon in that questline, you needed Redstone, or which was known as Dreamstone, and it was only found in, like, 65 million BC. So you get the Dreamstone, like, you know, you go and forge the Massamoon. Anyways, you, like, you get this red knife or whatever that's forged from Redstone, and you go and like, to the this machine that's, like, harvesting it, and you, like, you pierce it with the thing, and then in reality, it turns out to, like, be the Massamoon itself. And, like, at that point, because you also come across, like, Massa and Moon in in the kingdom of Zeal and you're yeah. like what the fuck you guys are here like what the, the <laughs> like what's going on dude and then like they they imbue themselves into the sword itself like and to like help destroy this machine and you're like dude like this is the, where the massive moon was created and like yep. 12,000 years later like it is discovered and it's cool because Magus as it turns out is originally from the kingdom of Zeal, like so. Even though he's like Jesus. prominent and like you think he's the main villain in 600 A.D., it turns out to like he he lived in in 12,000 B.C. So it's even more cool the fact that it's, like the massive moon is the only thing capable of harming him because it's literally the only magical artifact created from that time that is capable of like dispelling the magic that he has. Like yeah. which is from yeah. that time, from, from that time, and, yeah, was yeah. so like sent off. By Lavos, right or something, mm-hmm, right to a different timeline, so it's just like things like that where I'm like, it's those little things where it just matches up. Where like you know, it doesn't really, it didn't really make sense why the massive moon like worked against Magus no, until all that, yeah. yeah. Like, but that that's never like explicitly told either. You're just like, oh, like now it all makes sense. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And everything. so that was, uh, that was pretty cool for me. Like, I because I think I only picked that up too as well. Like in this last. right that's that good shit like that was missed details i would have missed that that's pretty cool
2: i yeah frog and magus are two of my favorite like storylines because they're just they're so good Mm. and frog is so cool man it's so sad too though because like magus is kind of still just a dick though right like (laughs) he turns him into a frog and like kills his friend i forget why was it just because like they were trying to kill him
0: i think well so the whole entire thing which i thought was pretty cool the whole entire reason why magus was doing what he did in 600 ad was he was trying to summon lavos because he wanted to kill, to kill lavos him, right. um you know because the only like real person he's good the whole
1: time yeah
0: the only thing that magus he's really understood. had yeah <laughs> that he had in his childhood was like his sister who was like the only caring individual uh pretty much in the kingdom of zeal besides the gurus but anyways like so he wanted to kill lavos because like all of this stuff that lavos did with like, his sister being, like, caught up in all of it and everything, too. Right, yeah. And so, was she Scala? Yeah, she was Scala. Okay. Which, she also has an amazing theme as well, yes. too. Oh, Scala's theme um, is so good. God. And so, but it's one of those things where um, that was the whole entire reason. So, he was working with the mystics and everything to get all the resources and whatnot to be able to summon Lavos. And he kind of spun it in such a way where it was, like bringing, bringing forth Lavos will bring forth victory. And so all the mystics were on board with like helping out Magus Mm. and whatnot. And then like, you know, humans got involved being like, we need to stop these guys. And so, um, Cyrus, who was the original wielder of the Massamoon, um, went to go defeat Magus along with Glenn, which was, (laughs) thanks Glenn. (laughs) Yeah. Frog's name is actually Glenn. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And so like, but still in human form. Right. And so, uh, you know, Magus ends up, like, just totally fucking, like, one-shotting Cyrus, and then, like, torments Frog by turning him into, like, well, a frog frog. You have <laughs> to do that, though. That was kind of a dick. Yeah, thief. it kind of was, but it's, like, I think at the time, like, Magus was just, like, fuck it, whatever, dude. I'm busy doing other shit right now. Like, I don't Way have time for you, dude. Like, saving
2: the world in his own mind.
0: Yeah, and so yeah. that was, like, the whole entire thing there, but I think, you know, as Tom mentioned, like, you know, the Frog and Magus timelines are, like, really compelling in its own sense, because um the way the you know the story builds up um with like frog and magus and then like you get to magus's castle and it has like it's like one of the first dungeons in that game i feel that has like that is the length it's so long yeah and it's like pretty hard because they're like
2: they're essentially trying to bait you into thinking it's the end of the game like magus is the final boss and my i think that's what they're doing Mm -hmm. And it's, like, yeah. They it, do build it, them up for a really they long They build it up forever. And then, yeah, it's, like, the hardest place you've ever been to. And you're, like, this is the end of the game, I guess. And yeah. It doesn't even feel like it'd be too short of a game, necessarily. Mm-hmm. At the time, you're just, like, I guess this is it. You're, like, I guess I'm satisfied.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and then it's not.
0: It's, like, so much more. I know, yeah, because, like, you defeat Magus. And it's, like, this whole entire thing, like, because that's the revelation to you <clears throat> as the player that, like, that Lavos wasn't... Because the the whole entire reason you're like, let's go defeat Magus is because... Because he summoned Lavos. Yeah, because you're like, he summons Lavos, and so maybe if we defeat Magus, that will prevent Lavos's, like, you know... Return. From return, you know, in, in 2000 or 1999 AD when he destroys the world. Like, if we ever prevent him from being summoned to begin with, like, it'll be fine. And then it turns out that Lavos is, like... Or, like, Magus reveals that it's, like, oh, no, like, you messed it up and everything, he's like... He's been around forever. He, like, lives in the
2: planet's core. Like, he's been around since, like, 65 million BC. I know, and you're just like, what? Like,
0: yeah. What? Like,
1: what? <laughs> like, the bait and switch, baby. Oh, dude. Yeah. And, and
2: then you, like, beat Magus, too. Sorry, Paul. Oh, go in no, no, no. you, like, beat Magus, and, like, Frog's, like, about to have his, like, victory and, like, deal, like, the finishing blow, the vengeance, like, on the guy that fucked him over and killed his friend and stuff, mm-hmm. and then... You learn all this stuff from Magus about like how what actually is the truth and then the game gives you a choice too and it's like do you want to like kill Magus and you're like like you're like wait I I, have like, this option? I love yeah like I love Frog like I totally like understand his whole plight. I have helped him get to this point like mm-hmm. do I just say like no to that and let Magus live but then at the same time like this guy could be our best bet to like kill Ma- kill Lavos right like and, and like <laughs> kill Magus This is like way bigger than Frog right like Right Jeez, yeah. I don't know, that's crazy That's yeah. And it gives you the option, too, you can just kill Magus and never have
0: him in your party and never mm-hmm. see him again. Yeah, it's just, oh, I don't know, and it's like one of those things too where like, Magus, like, yeah, he is kind of an angsty character or whatever, but like once you kind of get more of his background, you're like, damn, dude, this guy has like one of the most compelling stories in this game, too, as well, like.
1: But he's also dripping in fucking angst.
0: It's <laughs> kind of like Reaper from overall. <laughs>
1: yes! He's the uh, dark, brooding.
0: A little
2: bit, but he's pretty cool, and he's like probably one of the strongest characters in the Definitely, game. Definitely, yeah. yeah. He has like some baller spells. I I still yes. f- oh, God. We, we, we let Magus like join our team just because like he's pretty cool, but like I felt so bad for Frog. I was like, I'm sorry, like, his... I'm doing this to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you have to fight yeah. alongside this guy now. Well, it's like everything. also
0: on top of that too. It's like the only way that Frog turns back to human form is if you mm-hmm. defeat if you Magus. Magus. Yeah. If you kill Magus there. We condemned Frog to being a frog forever. Mm-hmm. That's
1: how you get Glenn back.
0: Yeah. No Glenn, just Frog. Dude, his... The <laughs> no frog Glenn today. It's way better than... <laughs> his his frog looks <laughs> so cool. Yeah, we Guess we didn't kill Magus him. in this playthrough. He's already come to terms with, like, the fact he's a frog. We're good. Yeah, <laughs> no. Yep. That's cool. And yeah. I think that was... The, to get the
2: best ending, we had to, like... Keep Magus alive, right, or something?
0: Um, not not necessarily. No, I guess like or the frog turning back into a human or not, um, didn't really have much impact on, like, I guess like the best ending. Like it was just like an added extra detail into it. on um, a frog or not? Right. The
1: best ending is going starting the new game plus and then going through the portal at the very <laughs> beginning, right
0: away, going straight to Lavos. Yeah, <laughs> and you get the de- what was that? That's like the developer ending. I think. Yeah. Where, like you get to sent to the end of time and. Uh, it's, like, all the developers have their own little sprites and stuff, and you can talk to them, and they all say, like, little cool things. Yeah,
1: Mom, I love that yeah. shit. There was Ooh, yeah. Easter eggs.
0: So that was pretty cool. I mean, also, as well, if you think about the amount of endings this game has, it has, like, 12 endings, which is all dependent on, like, decisions you've made slash when you choose to end the game because there's really nothing stopping you from going and, like, fighting Lavos, like, at any point. Like, there's literally this bucket in like there's two main ways which is like you can go to the day of lavos um in in 12 or like at 1999 ad or you can go to um like there's this bucket that'll take you like teleport you to lavos as well from the end of time and the fact that like bucket yeah it's like a bucket i don't know why it's a bucket
1: i thought thought it was like a portal
0: it's a fucking bucket
1: why is it a bucket is it in like a well
0: like what's <laughs> no it's just literally this bucket and i do of time, not remember the, like, that <laughs> uh, gasper's there and he's like yeah bro there's like that bucket over there I'll yeah jump in the him. bucket yeah and oh wait, no it's not the, gasper the... that's um no it, it, is old... it, is it, is it is gasper it's gasper is the old it's, man he the
1: old guy is just like yeah. chilling
0: and then balthazar is the the dude who rebuilds he's the guru of time no he's the guru of I can't remember. He's the one who builds the actual like time machine, the Epoch. Oh, okay. Um, cool. So there's oh, that. The and Epoch. then, yeah. Uh, yeah, Melchior was the swordsmith. And then, yeah. um, Gaspar. Gasper, Gaspar? Gaspar? Gaspar was the guru of time. And he resides in the end of time. Um, which is all, like, happens as well in the same time where, like, Magus and everyone gets shot through different time zones. That's, like, when Lavos kind of first awakens after being harvested for so long by the kingdom of zeal and in that process too is like when zeal gets destroyed is when lavos awakens and you're like and magic like is lost or like to to humans from there on and it's just so cool like seeing those events transpire and you're like oh okay like now this makes sense like why this is the case here like so
1: oh okay i see belthazar is the guru of reason
0: there we go
1: and melchior is the guru of life
0: guru of life okay
1: I don't know why, but it's kind of cool that they all have their different... I also really like... Okay, one of the main things that I really enjoy is the whole character... Like, the sprite work is incredible, but the concept art and also, like, box art and stuff Hmm. is the whole, like, Dungeons & Dragons style from the artist who, like, drew a bunch of Dungeons & Dragons stuff. So, like, Chrono is just straight up, like like vegeta basically oh, you like you mean Ge-
2: dragon ball z yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah um, you're saying dungeons and dragons sorry i meant no i meant dragon <laughs> I ball so shit i was like i'm like wait. sorry i just box, had a long <laughs>
1: dungeons and the dragons campaign yesterday uh no but yeah that sorry that's that's what i meant um a dragon ball uh all, all the characters are very reminiscent of Dragon Ball characters. Yeah, they
2: look like sans and stuff. For sure. yeah. Exactly. And I, like I think that's,
1: that's just one of the main things where any art of the game and even like fan art basically tries to copy that style and is always very evocative because it just totally is perfect for this game. For whatever reason, it just worked. Mm-hmm. And I, I always really am appreciative of the like time that they spent doing concept art for this game in that style
0: Mm. well it's also like it's kind of i think it works well too because both of like you know you think of things like because you look at that art style and that concept art and you're like fucking dragon ball z is like what comes to mind yeah um but it's like both of those stories like chrono trigger and dragon ball z kind of have like a similar spirit to it in the regards of like regardless of the odds like i will stand up to it like
1: exactly yeah and
0: and so it's just done i think A lot of stories obviously go with that kind of, like, protagonist or, like, feel in it. But I think Chrono Trigger, as a game as a whole, does, like, a way more, um, like, well-done job of, uh, like, encompassing all these other emotions into it, right? Like, it isn't just, like, we're always the good guys and everything, but, like, you do, like, deal with things like tragedy and you deal with things like, um... I don't know, betrayal and all these different aspects, like, these kind of moral conflicts that happen where, like, you know, mystics aren't necessarily evil and, like, reptites aren't necessarily evil. Like, and robots, like, yeah. they're just programmed that way, but they're not necessarily evil. Like, it's, you constantly run into, like, that dilemma. Like, the only true evil is, like, Lavos, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so that's, like, for me, yep. I don't know, that's just a, a really cool, like, aspect of Chrono Trigger is that it just feels like much more of a an encompassing game as a result exactly yeah, yeah. Mm. puts you gives you a couple of hard
2: choices too which I thought was cool like like the whole like, do you let Magus live thing or like can you save Luca's mom and stuff like that which is like super unique to any, any RPG I've ever played in, mm. like any JRPG I've played Cause usually it's yeah. like shit just happens like whatever yeah. Like I you fucked know, you up just, or
1: you didn't fuck up yeah right. like
2: if you fucked up it happens in a slightly different way but like things can just be completely different from mm. a story standpoint in this game which is pretty cool yeah it, also, it does
0: it also does one of the cool things as well where like um it doesn't it doesn't have any what i, I own, know i call it like take sees like in games where <laughs> if you make a decision like it's it seems like important but then later on it turns out you can get the other like if there was like you had to choose between one reward or another you know you can you have to it feels oh, like yeah. some sacrifice you're making but then later on down the road you can just get the other reward like it from really matter yeah, right and- but in this like in chrono trigger like some of those decisions are that where like there are no take backsies like you can't get the other reward later on it's literally like do you choose to have like like the best i don't know like the best uh like helmet or whatever or do you choose to have like this really nice like three of these i thought of a dumb
1: example (laughs) it's like buying pokemon red or blue versus pokemon yellow (laughs) (laughs)
2: What?
1: <laughs> Pokemon Red or Blue, you have to choose one starter, and in Pokemon Yellow it's like, you get Pikachu, but also Charmander and oh, do you Bulbasaur and Squirtle, yeah. You, you get literally all of them. Mm.
2: Huh.
1: So it totally, d- yeah, like defeats the purpose, exactly. <laughs>
2: and you get Pikachu following you around? Yeah,
1: fucking like, no why would wins. you not play Yellow?
2: If you didn't have Pikachu in your party, would the Pikachu still be there? No. Oh, no. No, okay. No, okay, good.
1: That's No. Cool. <laughs> that it's just Pokemon Pikachu. Around, hmm. Not other fucking Pokemon follow you around.
2: Fuck. Well, no, I, like, I just meant like there's still just a random Pikachu following you around, even if it's not in
1: your <laughs> No, yeah. I think they did code it where he kind of just, like, disappears if he's not, like, hanging out with you. Oh. Which is why you're encouraged to keep a Pikachu around, because, come on, like, it's cool.
0: Yeah, cool. dude, everyone wants to fight Brock with a fucking Pikachu. Yeah,
1: a, a dirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, One of the, one of the things, um, just drawing back to, to Chrono Trigger that also kind of (laughs) like stuck out to me. Yeah. (laughs) That's what our topic we're done with this Pikachu. Um, one of the things that even though like, you know, some of them were kind of lackluster, I think the, the mini games in this game too, as well, were something that were pretty like, well, I guess like not necessarily the mini games themselves, but the fact that mini games existed as a way of also progressing the story, like it wasn't just always like combat, right? Like, Sometimes right. you had to race across these ruins, um other times you had to like do some type of uh like matching game to like get this yeah. figure this like doll the to, shit um,
2: el gato <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> out of el gato that to get silver points song. yeah <laughs> well, i, is, I like think mine. it's
1: another case his, of like
0: song or the
1: fair at the beginning being yeah. like all these things like you don't have to do, but you can, like, do a race, you can throw balls, you can hit the... Uh,
2: we tried for, like, 20 minutes to predict the race, right? Exactly, it no, Cadillac. it's fucking impossible. Cadillac,
1: Cadillac lost every time. Or is that um, when he
0: didn't <laughs> vote Yeah, exactly,
1: for of course, except yeah. when you vote for green slime alien the monster. Green, the
0: green runner, dude.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: But it, it's,
1: a, like- it's another case where, like, they set you up in the fair with all this stuff that you can do, and mm-hmm. then... It's in this one 1000 AD, and then the rest of the game is like there's races and different stuff that all kind of <laughs> harkens back to this carnival setting. The there's know.
0: like the when you have to get the chrono clone to make the um, oh, from like the fun house, yeah, you have to like do the exactly, yeah, game, yeah. Uh, and then you yeah, had you had Gato do to get the silver points or they, like, the punching, my robot. Name is, Gato, I got is he the singing one? Joints, yeah. Yeah. Beat me up and get 15 silver points. Bomb, bomb. <laughs> that's that's like Good Paul's stuff. Addition. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what he says, and it's, it <laughs> matches with the music perfectly.
1: Ah. Gatto's yeah, song. Cool. I wouldn't
0: say that for me the minigames were a welcome addition, but <laughs> they were there. <laughs> but Paul it, likes them, and he were was playing. The yeah, they I. pretty I, memeable. <laughs> Yeah. I enjoyed the not yeah, like I wouldn't That's say all we're that really looking were, for. I wouldn't say that they were <laughs> refined or like, you know, well placed, but I enjoyed the aspect that like there was more like the story progressed through more than one mechanic, I guess. Yeah. Um like majority yeah. of the time it was through combat, you know, interacting with it, but then, you know, sometimes you had to do these like games right. to, to be able to do it. And it wasn't so much or so long and bearing, like that you took, like, forever to get past it or something. It was never grindy. Right, exactly. Like, it was just something there, and you kind of got, like, a a different taste and aspect of the game and, like, the area and the environment at the time, and then you just moved on.
1: Yeah. I think it also adds a sort of, like, childlike element because you are, like, kind of a kid as Chrono.
0: Yeah, what's your age supposed to be? You're supposed to be, like, 17 or something.
1: I know, but you're, like, pretty young, so so it would make sense that he'd, yeah, he'd want to, like, play all the carnival games and, like, hang out with people. But I'm instead, like he's like taking a task Oliver. to save the what? fucking world.
2: <laughs> what? <laughs> What'd you I say? Said, <laughs> I said impress
1: this girl.
0: Impregnate this girl?
1: I, oh, Mara, mean, this girl? I oh, thought Tom you said, me. no, I
0: thought you said like plain <laughs> press this girl. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> what? <No. laughs>
1: what are you doing? So, is that how you date just people?
2: press Marl, not press, <laughs> press her. Press
1: against her? Damn, god,
2: isn't <laughs> there? Never mind, fuck that. No, no, we're done with that. No, there's no, no shitty
1: romance in this g- <laughs> no time for romance,
2: <laughs> dude. God,
1: but yeah, great game.
2: What did you guys think of the combat, real quick? Because we didn't really touch on that. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, I, I thought
0: it was like pretty,
1: it's pretty dated, standard, run of the mill, it was like
0: cool, yeah. I so yeah, for me it was pretty standard run of the mill. One thing I did like about it is that area certain skills did have like AOE abilities yeah, to that them. Yeah, pretty unique. And the fact that monsters would move around and how that could sometimes like impact stuff because you're like, oh man, maybe yeah. do I just do I just wait for this dude to move around a little more and then maybe I can hit a bunch of dudes? Catch him in at the, the X same time, or whatever. right? Yeah, yeah, but then you have to wait for him to move around. Um, yeah. Or got, then... Got, like, invalidated
2: later, because, like, Lumiere and other moves would just hit the whole screen. Yeah. So yeah, Dark well.
0: Matter, Lumiere, and all that stuff, and you're just like,
1: why it do also you is not use those every It's turn? also different, because the game immediately, when you boot it, prompts if you want active or non-active combat.
2: Right. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We always choose but the active, because we need the best. Active
1: things. is the best. Yeah. It's, it yeah. makes it way different than just turn-based RPGs, because... That also, activeness, man.
0: I think there was something as well that I really didn't give much thought of too until actually you had mentioned it. Tom was with the combat aspect was the you know dual techs and triple techs like being able to combine like oh combined st- attacks yeah yeah oh, that pretty cool yeah so that, that was. I don't know, just, just like, that's unique. Or yeah, like, oh. I didn't, I always just kind of played it and was like, oh, yeah, cool, you can, like, if you know, Luca and Chrono, you can fire spin or whatever, but, like, I never thought about, like, the fact being, like, oh, wow, that is kind of, like, cool that this game has that feature, and yeah. you, like, you wouldn't have thought, I don't know, it didn't really seem like something prominent of its time.
2: Yeah. It's kind of sad that, like, it was actually, like, worse to do those a lot of the time, because they did, like, less damage than just, like, Lumiering three times, but... Yeah. <laughs> They there is, really like,
1: cool. there's that one, like, frog chrono the, like double attack sword. that does a lot, I think, where it's, like, they do, like, a cross. Oh, oh yeah. X-Slash?
0: X-slash. Yeah. yeah,
1: X-Slash is, like, fucking good. I remember that.
0: Yeah, it's really good at the time you get it, which yeah. is, like, right before you fight uh, the Chancellor in 600 AD and, yeah. you, like, get the queen back. Yeah. yeah,
1: that shit's good.
0: There's some pretty cool
2: ones. Mm-hmm. That's like thematically,
0: yeah, they're pretty yeah. sweet. I thought it was cool that like later on you had triple techs, that like you know normally Chrono was kind of like this pinpoint, but the fact that like Chrono can die and you don't have Chrono in your team, there were triple techs that did not have Chrono. Yeah, like a in lot them. of them didn't have him in it. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, which was cool
1: because you don't you don't necessarily have to save him. It's a side
0: quest. It's true. Do you not have to save? Nope. Oh, shit. You don't. You can... Because technically, you can go and beat the game, like, at any point whatsoever. And, like, Chrono
1: dies for real. That's
0: pretty fucked. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I think it's, like, one of the more morbid, sad endings and everything of the sort. It's like kind of like a bittersweet uh, (laughs) victory. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I think that's a good end end point to (laughs) kind of wrap it all up is, like... What, what, do you have, like, a, fa- I mean, you, you, what ending did you get, is kind of my question, when you played last year?
0: Uh, we, we definitely got the, the, we went for the best ending, like, we did all the side quests, with the exception of not turning Frog back into a human. Okay. Um, we did So you had else, Magus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so everyone was, like, happy, and, like, there was a big fair party and stuff. Mm-hmm.
2: From what oh, I yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. you saved the, f- the fucking world, so, makes sense. <laughs> It's your cat trying to turn off your computer. <laughs> oh,
2: she's yeah. trying to get into the podcast. I and mean, then you
1: mentioned it. It might be a good. New guest. <laughs> 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 yeah,
2: she's just going to be around, whatever. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Are you still uh, fan? <laughs> she like it.
2: Mm.
0: I guess. <laughs> yeah. uh, no. Get out of here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but no,
0: okay. We, we were going to say, was there like a favorite. Um, no,
1: I mean, like, like that's a that's pretty much it. Like, <laughs> I think it's the most satisfying ending that I've witnessed. It's is. also
0: one of the most like, I don't know, the very, very end of it too. After the fair happens and everything, there's like the send off for like everyone back to their own time and whatnot. Oh yeah, it's and, very like, final. that was like it was very final and it was also like kind of emotional in a way because there was the whole entire thing with um, like Robo like. Luca was hesitant to like she didn't want Robo to go because like you guys had saved the future so it's like there was a possibility that like he would just the like future, that he just yeah. like wouldn't exist anymore, and so it, it was, was really like, sad. He was
2: like, "See, ya. like I might not exist,"
0: anymore. but he's like, "But he's like that's okay because like regardless, it's gonna be like." A good future you know like yeah so we you know like with or without me type of thing and i'm like damn dude he was like... like one of the most legit characters yeah. in the game robo like being a robot is like was one of the most like moral characters which i yeah. thought was really cool um that <laughs> plus uh like but then you have like the whole entire thing right where like you're like okay well we should probably like dismantle you know the the wings of time and everything like the epochs you know yeah, like, yeah we're not yeah. meant to have this like this power, but then like your mom like accidentally walks into the gate oh, yeah. and gets sent off with like her cat, and you're like you're like oh Here well I guess we, we guess we gotta go find her now, yeah. and it's kind of this like sort of cheery ending yeah. bit too, where it's like oh you still like you probably will still see your friends like that you exactly across time, so I thought that was kind of a cool Did but, you- like. Bit Definitely. There.
2: Did you end up playing any of the other games in the series, Jimmy? I know Paul wasn't that big a fan of like. No, Chrono I,
1: Cross, but I I never played either. Chrono Cross or any of the other ones. I I've always been intrigued because I want to know like, if the co- story continues in some like satisfying way or. Uh, I've heard Chrono Cross is a really good game, so it's like I kind of just want to play it based on the fact that I've heard yeah, it's, I've heard it's good.
2: People like it even better than like Chrono Trigger
1: Right, I've, I've heard that, that as well. Like yeah. It that
0: much, so I'm like, not that great i don't know <laughs> yeah i mean i also only played it like once and so i mean i i probably could could reevaluate it uh, annoying yeah right now, now and like i yeah.
1: think it, it might be an interesting thing to maybe look back on sometime soon
0: yeah or like a first
2: impressions of
1: yeah we'll yeah, see actually. we'll see what happens yeah. um but that i think that's gonna be the podcast for today yeah, uh yeah
2: Thanks for having me on again, guys. It's been fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: thanks for joining us. I'm I'm glad you had a fun experience playing the game with Paul. I I know I had a good time when we played it back yeah, in the day. Paul, right? like yeah, years ago, four years ago. yeah, quite a while ago. <laughs> but uh, great game. Uh, let us know in the comments if it's Magus or Magus. Uh,
2: <laughs> it's Magus. <laughs>
1: I'm pretty sure it's Magus. They're fucking wrong. I don't know if people are going to ever say it's Magus. But, uh, yeah, thank you for listening to Meta Podcast, uh, Meta Analysis of Everything. Uh, Follow us on Twitter, uh, Facebook, all that good stuff. Leave us an iTunes review. Uh follow Tom on Twitter because he's a cool guy and he makes YouTube videos sometimes.
2: I don't check my Twitter though. So no, that's follow, follow him me. on
1: YouTube, uh, <laughs> yeah. Hectic Hippo Gaming or something like that.
2: That is the channel name. Thank I you. I did it.
1: Uh no Glenn this week, too bad. Um we miss Glenn. I miss,
2: miss Glenn. We miss Glenn. We all
1: miss Glenn. Uh maybe we'll get him next week for whatever topic we end up talking Same about. From being a frog. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's, we didn't, again, this playthrough, we didn't get, we didn't turn Glenn back into a Glenn. He's back still, a frog. He's still hear, a frog. And you hear, and you hear somewhere. like a, really, really. In Colorado.
0: and <laughs> yeah. just his roomies, there's this frog hopping around right now. Yep.
1: Yeah. That was just like eating him. Uh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Uh, this has been the Meted podcast. You've been meta Bye. Bye. Bye.